This is TV8 My Dinner, a podcast about entertainment issues brought to you by DarkCrazy.com. There's a storm coming, Mr. Wayne. When Gob Gob is ashless, I glib you per biggity blah blah goodbye. What? I glob blah mcgibbity glue. I'm sorry, I can't really understand what you're saying. Maybe. Take off the mask. No! Let's try this one more time. Just slow it down. I. I. What is going on here? Little help? Does anybody here speak whatever this is? Listening to TV Ate My Dinner. My name is Sean. I'm sitting here with Lynn and Gary. Good morning. Hello. Welcome to my birthday party. I was going to say, was it? You said you wanted a cake. I didn't know if it was your birthday or if that's just the, the new it's going my... rate. <laughs> no, it's my birthday today. Oh, well, happy birthday! It's my birthday party. Well, happy birthday. Well, I've already got a huge box of chocolate, so I'm already happy. Well, that's good. Yeah, and it's early for you, so that's a good way to start off. Yeah, chocolates. Chocolates and podcasting. Yes. <laughs> Too great. That was yeah. That was going to be the original name of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolates and podcasting. We went through so many random combinations. I'm surprised it didn't at least get past us. Like that domain was already taken. <laughs> TV at my dinner is pretty random to begin with. You should see me trying to explain it to people. Listen to my podcast. It's called TV at my dinner, and they're like, "What? It's, TV it's, dinner? It's such a weird concept. I don't know how we ended up with that because." Greg's original name was Noisy Planet, which we liked, but the domain was taken. And then after that, at some point when Greg wasn't around, Brooks and I just rifled through a bunch of weird names. And all of them were, the, the dom- all we were just looking for something that had an available domain name. Anything <laughs> to do with robots or monkeys or zombies. You should have just chucked .au on the end. Robot zombie monkeys? Nope. <laughs> that, dot .com's already taken. Yeah, .au. Robotzombiemonkeys.org. Well, I already got my first present of the day, too, that you I bought for myself. <laughs> is, this the, got, is this the Thor hammer you were telling us about? No, no. Well, that hasn't arrived yet, but I got the Pride and Prejudice and Zombies Deluxe Edition with 30% more zombies. <laughs> got a pretty cover. So we went back and wrote some more some more zombies in? Or maybe they just took an earlier edit with more zombies. <laughs> yeah. I do like how special editions, because director's cuts are like this too, special editions typically are less edited. The yeah. deluxe versions are usually now including the stuff we originally cut out. Like, okay, that's All cool. the crap we thought I you guess. originally wouldn't want. It's back in. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, all the stuff we thought better of, we've now unthought better of it. <laughs> I was watching um, a movie that Wilson had recommended called Zombie Girl. And it's, about a, it's a documentary <laughs> about a 12-year-old a girl who decides to make a zombie movie. Oh, okay. So it's really fun to see that. them. Do, it's a very neat movie because a, a feature-length film of any kind is a really ambitious enterprise and to see them trying to do it. But what what I found really interesting about the movie is by the end, you know, they're having their premiere and she's just finally like, you know, 
she realizes, as all people do when they try to make a movie, that it is what it is. <laughs> you know, by the time you get up there, you're like, we did everything we could. This movie is what it is. Sorry, We're going to premiere it. We're not going to go back. And it's so funny. Like, she's 12, and she's like, I'm not going to go back and try to edit it anymore after this. Once it's done, it's done. I'm not going to do like George Lucas. It's been Making more and more. And I'm like, she's 12, and she gets that. It's like a very mature decision. Yeah, but the life of a child is a lot more fleeting, and you do sort of give up stuff quicker. Well, I know, is it like, when you get older, that. you think you won't have any more good ideas, and you just keep going back? Is that what, <laughs> what's happening? Because a 12-year-old's like, no, it's done, it's done, and I'm happy with yeah, it. George outgrew <laughs> that concept. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah, I outgrew that, that, Liz, that, that, that sort of wisdom. <laughs> but that is funny. It's a good movie, though. I can't remember at what point where Wilson had recommended that. Somewhere on the forum, maybe? Yeah, because I've heard of it. I think through you, so maybe you've mentioned yeah. it before. Netflix streaming is how I watch all my documentaries because I was painting yesterday. And I was like, got to put something on while I'm painting. While I'm painting zombies. <laughs> you just realize you've <laughs> painted blood across all the walls. Oh, no. Well, it is a, a candy apple red. Oh, nice. So it is a, a strikingly <laughs> crimson color. Candy apple red. Sounds candy beautiful. apple red. It did, it did turn out. It takes a lot we of coats do not when have you're painting red. anything called candy apple in Australia. We have toffee apples. Oh, well, that would be a different color, I think. Well, they're usually red. Really? Your toffee apples are red? Yeah, because we just put toffee on the outside of an apple and you put red coloring in it. Or green. They're usually red or green. Okay. Well, what are candy toffee apples, apples are starting to sound a lot like candy apples. Yeah, I think they probably are. Because we have caramel name. apples, which you just take you yeah, basically we don't you have take those. A, slice, a slice of caramel and you're done. But candy apples, it's sort of like a candy glaze on top of the apple. I don't know. Yeah, we don't, don't have does that. Anybody, I don't know that we have any of that stuff anymore. That's all. It's all sounding very old-fashioned now that I say it out loud. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't it's just at the fair. Hey, you can still find it Candy places. apple red. That may only exist in, in paint colors now. <laughs> uh, there was news about the uh, prequel sort of thing to the... Rise of Leslie Vernon, that uh, horror movie, oh, yeah. Behind the Mask. Oh, they're making a prequel to that? Well, they're doing one where they're trying to raise money to make a prequel. Well, they, you know, the ones where they ask you to pre-buy the DVD <laughs> and if they make <laughs> enough money. Isn't the first film supposed to raise money for the sequel? <laughs> I mean, I don't know pick the nits, but if the first one didn't give you sufficient funds to make the second one, maybe... maybe. Well, probably the money from the first one all went to the studio and there's just... But anyway, Robert Englund has done something unprecedented for him and signed up before it's even been greenlit. <laughs> well, he he had a good role in the first one. That's yeah, I, but they, that were, was they were thinking of expanding of his role and going more further into the backstory and that sort of business. As the Ahab. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that movie. I don't know. I guess it, would it just be a straightforward kind of movie then? Since if it, as a I prequel, don't know. I mean, they can't have that, been making a got documentary about him. They've got ideas. Well, we'll see. So. I don't really know. I think I think they've been pretty cagey about what their actual ideas are, but you don't want to give anything away. Well, that's that's fun. I wouldn't mind seeing another one of those. I really liked that first one. I thought it was real clever. Well, if they've got a good idea and they want to go somewhere with the story, then good. The character was interesting. The, the world was interesting. And if they're going to bring some of the good characters back, then yay them. 
if you can bring that sort of feeling to it, I like that sort of tongue-in-cheek horror, you know. And they and they made yeah. it was a good spoof. I always say a spoof has to exist within the genre it's spoofing. It, it has to work as that kind of movie. Yeah, and like Shaun of the like, Dead. Behind them, yeah, it works as a horror movie. I thought this one did that too. Where yeah, if it, it was did. too tongue-in-cheek as a spoof, then it wouldn't work because you wouldn't believe it as a horror movie. But they they had it all. They did it just right. Like Cabin in the Woods, I thought, you know, it was that way too. Oh, don't talk about that. <laughs> oh, you still I haven't, haven't seen it, it? Yeah, no, I've it's not. It's not been released here. Oh. Well, well it's, been, like it's it. been in a limited release in some of the capital cities, but obviously I'm not there, so I've got to wait for DVD, and that's probably not going to be for another couple of months, so. I'm surprised it's not on DVD yet. Well, they were going to do straight to DVD over here, but everyone got all upset, and so now they've done a limited release in cinemas. <laughs> Which has meant it's taken a lot longer to actually get to DVD and get to the real people. So, yeah. That's funny. Well, you'll enjoy it. I won't say anything about it, but I enjoyed that movie a lot. I haven't heard from anyone that didn't. It's sort of like a smaller scale Avenger as Joss is really hitting them out of the park this summer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, everyone liked the Avengers. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of sick of people sort of saying, yeah, it was good, but, you know, Dark Knight and everything is more important. And I'm like, you know what? They're all movies. I don't Just, know that I would. Uh, I don't know that I would agree with that at all. I would say you know there's a certain legitimacy to the Dark Knight, like to the Batman movies. They do have they're a little bit more serious, but I'm not sure. Just because it's darker doesn't mean it's more important, or you know, it thinks it's doing darker themes and that sort of business. But I, I thought that the Avengers had enough in it too. Anyway, it's all movies. It's all about well, entertainment. I don't know so. if you judge a movie by its darkness anyway. Just because it's dark doesn't make it do. more legitimate anyhow. That's the one. That's the funny thing about the Dark Knight series. That it has gotten these followers that are absolutely rabid about it and its importance and its greatness as a movie. And yeah. I thought it was a good movie and all that, but you I don't know, know. I guess we can down. start. I guess we can just start talking about it. We just did. <laughs> we were. We were the the, the tonight show. Yeah. We're we're gonna talk about the Dark Knight Rises was the big was the topic of of the program tonight. So we naturally and organically segued into it to let destroy that natural segue by <laughs> by saying so. But you always destroy this show by saying stuff, Sean. <laughs> so meta. You're always explaining things. <laughs> Stop I talking. The, and let the show go on organically. Ever heard of a movie called The Trip? No. It's got Steve Coogan in it. Him and another uh, British comic who I don't know, Rob Bryden, I think. Never heard of him. So it's an indie kind of movie, but there, there's sort of a moment where they're like no, off in the country somewhere and Steve Coogan's explaining like how the limestone formed. And I was like, Can you just give me like what, just a minute to enjoy something in nature without having to worry <laughs> about how limestone forms. <laughs> And it sort of remind me that. that this show is the opposite of that. This is reflected by the size of your audience. Yeah, we are the answer to the question no one asked. Aren't you supposed to be talking about the Dark Knight now? Or are you going to do a whole episode about Steve Coogan? But yeah, so, <laughs> the Dark Knight. I do have, yeah, I've got some real thoughts about the Dark Knight, especially since you bring it up in, in the context of of that, because a, a lot of people do seem to really enjoy this movie, and I'm glad for them. I liked that it. You never know. I liked it, but I definitely have some notes above what I would have said of, for the the Dark Knight, the 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 previous movie. 
before we get into that, can I just say that the the shootings in Aurora, Colorado, don't have anything to do with this movie? No. Yeah, they don't. So. That's the movie before, obviously. Well, if at if anything, because there's a wacko who didn't even see the movie was shooting up a theater. Yeah. I clearly saw Batman stuff in the past, but regardless, it has nothing to do with the movie itself. It's just. It just happened well, to be the place yeah. where these some people, people are just some people yeah. are just like that. I, I don't know if they're born that way or if something makes them that way, but some people are just prone to shooting up theaters, and it's got nothing to do. I mean, they twenty years ago blame it on D and D or video games or whatnot. Or you know, the Bible. Yeah. Can, a wacko will always find an outlet. Incoming transmission from live phone. Greg. Hang on a sec. Looks Requesting like, emergency beam in yeah. as usual. Looks like Greg is trying to to beam in. He's sliding down the bat pole. <laughs> <laughs> Greg sliding down the bat pole. The big bat signals in the sky. Greg's here. Greg's here. Greg's here. Wham! Boom! Bam! <laughs> With a pool stick. Greg is in. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. I don't know what the Batman metaphor is. I mean, with the beaming thing, you can always... I don't know why Batman can't get down the pole. (laughs) (laughs) He's stuck in the buffer again, down the bat pole. He's always buffering. I'm not programmed to render superhero analogies. Oh my god, they're mixing up their TV metaphors. Yeah, Vron, what are you doing? I'm attempting to strengthen the signal. Vron's doing a best, but Of course. It is not as if I have a secret agenda to terminate the live phone Greg and assume his role on the show. Hit some buttons or flip some switches or something. We can't do the show with him half here. Does it really make a difference? He is usually only half here anyway. Just bring man in one piece. Certainly. Which piece would you prefer? Vron may actually be trying to destroy Greg. To well, take his you place know, she can... You did make her, and you did make a rather spicy version of a female, so she may be trying to destroy all males. Maybe. Or just all humans. You know, she doesn't seem to like humans much either. May have made a perfectly accurate version of a female, then. Yeah, (laughs) you've done well. (laughs) You made her too perfect. That's a good sci-fi thing. You built her too perfect. The ultimate (laughs) killing machine. Yeah, it seems to be really easy to make an ultimate killing machine. Yeah, you, you know, just... you would think if a bunch of scientists got together and like, how would we build the ultimate killing machine? It'd be utter failure. But if they try to make anything else, like, how do we make a coffee maker? It will kill everyone <laughs> in a radius. Perfectly. <laughs> yeah, but it'll make damn good coffee. How we doing, Greg? Before Greg's what? almost here, folks. He's... How we doing, Vron? Is he there? I have restored his physical body, but I do not have suitably sensitive equipment to detect cognitive functions at his level. Oh, Ron, that's not entirely humane, really. Don't worry, you do not need a brain for this show. Can't, can't blame her. (laughs) It is Greg. Okay, I'm recording. All right. At least he's showing up. I made it. And I even called Sean ahead of time. I told him I was going to be a little late. (laughs) Yeah, it was weird. 
Yeah, he was we, completely we understanding. He thought it was your polite doppelganger you, come to ruin the show. Well, I catch so much sometimes crap. you say you're going to be here and then never show up at all, and then sometimes you call me personally <laughs> to tell me you are going to be here. When did I tell you? When did I, I do that? When did I like say I was going to be there and not show up at all? We Every like, week, uh, yeah, like a specific <laughs> time, like most shows. Well, it may have been a. I could go back to the. Let's go back to the website and look at like most of the episodes you're not in. <laughs> Well, I'm here now. They almost all begin. And you with, always well, complain, Greg like if, if for some reason I'm gonna be late or something. He's like, you really sent me an email on Facebook. Like I don't look at Facebook at work, man. So well, I, you don't have to send me a Facebook. Well, that's why I called you. I'm today. sick of people sending me Facebook for official things because I mean, Facebook is a social networking site, not for official well, type things. Catch- so if you want me to be at a place, don't send me a Facebook. Well, I don't normally communicate that's just directly my with Sean on Facebook anyway, other than just you know replies back to his activity, but. I did use it a couple of times to to try and get his attention to tell him I was going to be late or not make make it to a show or something like that. But I wanted to call him this time so he you know would know for certain that I was going to be here. I just uh, you know got a little sidetracked for you know something. I think we continued with the usual protocol anyway, which was start without you. Which is we just did. That's it. cool. <laughs> <laughs> that way, that I'm okay way, with yeah, that. You can dock on. So route. Batman, right? Okay, y'all done with that. <laughs> yeah, we're, done. we're done with Batman. No, we just started talking about Batman. In fact, I hadn't even gotten into my notes yet. We were just we were just talking about how some people are saying the Batman movies are more legitimate than other superhero movies because they're darker. And I, I take issue. Actually, with that. I don't buy that. Are people I take always issue think if someone dies, because, it's better. Because there are all different kinds of comic books. I mean, like you know, some of them are sort of. Lighthearted, and they're all different kind of yeah, movies, so, I mean, and you know, Batman just happens to be a dark comic book. Yeah, and Superman, the superheroes don't really lend themselves to dark <laughs> movies. Yeah. Like, like the, to, it's difficult to compare the Avengers to uh, a Dark Knight because they're very was, different. Yeah, kinds I was of thinking films. about that earlier. Yeah. Is like if if that came up, is it would be hard to compare the two because they are so different. Avengers, it, it's just, it's a big superhero buddy movie. Whereas, you know, the yeah, Dark Knight. Yeah, it's a big yeah. fun mess. Yeah. But scale my, is different too. to my mind, say again, Gary? I said the scale is different, too. You know, one, you're talking yeah, about global domination. The other one, you've got, you know, a city under siege. Yeah, Batman villains are always just after Gotham City. They're always just after the worst, <laughs> what everyone admits to be the worst city in the world. <laughs> I did read I did read an article that was talking about how strange it is that, that for that one moment bat in the Dark Knight Rises, no, in the Dark Knight, I mean, Batman goes over to like Asia to take to take a guy and bring him back to Gotham. Yeah. And it's so weird because <laughs> Where Batman's it becomes just like so James Gotham Bond, yeah. Yeah, it just suddenly becomes James Bond Actually, for 10 minutes yeah, it reminded the movie. me of Mission Impossible 3. It was almost the same kind of scene, too, where he had to yeah. repel yeah. from where he build, Yeah, where he builds like this thing. Yeah. I liked that, though. I liked the, the scope of that movie. To me, The Dark Knight is definitely a better movie, to me, than The Avengers. Not because it's darker. I just... it To me, is just such a well-told story from start to finish. Yeah. But... Uh, I like the Avengers better, but that's just because I enjoyed it more. I to me the Dark Knight just and I'm not talking I'm not talking about Dark Knight Rises. I'm talking about the actual the Dark Knight yeah. the previous. I, film. I would that say movie. that the Dark Knight's a better movie, but the Avengers is the movie I'll probably watch over and over again, just because it's mm. fun. 
you know, you kind of have to be in a certain but, mindset. But the Dark Knight has that kind of action too. Like even though there's a darker element to it, it has a lot of gratifying action. Like it's a it's an action packed movie too. Now I do like the Avengers because I like the themes of the of the Avengers a little bit more as a as a movie. You know, when I watch superheroes, I do like that sort of validation. You know, that they, they have an arc where they're learning. You know, to be superheroes in a modern world, it's 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 a fun idea to do with a super team of people whose you know personalities are clashing. You know, it's like the real world when they did that on uh, Robot Chicken, where it was the real world with superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> like this part of the Avengers is <laughs> like that for a while. Going to the like how it should have ended. <laughs> did they do that? <laughs> I didn't see that one. I know how it should have ended. They're always doing the superhero cafe and, you know, Batman and Superman sitting in the cafe. Oh, yeah, and Batman. Yeah, other superheroes turn up, the Avengers turn up, and they're like, wait, what's that? It's all the money we're earning. (laughs) Piled up with money. Probably the best one on the Spider-Man 3 where they're just sitting there. It's like, was that that Spider-Man dancing? (laughs) Batman. I know. You say it a lot. (laughs) Did you just bring up this topic of conversation just because you could say, I'm Batman? (laughs) Yes. I'm Batman. We know. <laughs> it is funny. I watched a sad documentary called uh, Confessions of a Superhero, and it was about people who dress up like superheroes and basically panhandle on Hollywood Boulevard. They're oh. not sanctioned by anybody. They just stand out there waiting for people to take their picture and then want tips. Yeah. It's the weirdest, and it was just such a sad because they were all like most of them were were just kind of demented in one way or the other. But it reminded me of that because the Batman was like 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 this guy like oh like he, I've got a dark past like the guy who was Batman he kept getting arrested and stuff and it was so weird because because of my dark past that he chose Batman as a persona. <laughs> Do they pull it off? Do they pull off decent Batman, and are they like fat Batman, or yeah? Not really. Well, he worked out. <laughs> fat like, Batman. The, the Superman was pretty skinny, actually, but he kind of looked like uh, Christopher Reeve a little bit. He was a Superman fanatic. He was like obsessed with Superman. Did they get into so, like if uh, someone else like crosses their turf for the same costume? Like, yeah, no, 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 this is my corner. Get- yeah, they don't cover that, but that would have been a fun thing to see. They do cover all the times the, the different ones kept getting arrested for stuff. <laughs> what do they get arrested for? Mostly Poetry. for aggressively panhandling. They're not allowed to ask people for money. They can stand there and people can take their picture and they can say they money. will accept tips. I just twisted their arm around backwards. And... People may tip them and they can take it, but they can't quote prices and they can't demand money. And they can't. They can crash tackle you to the ground and smash your head against the pavement. Exactly. Batman can noodle kick you. (laughs) Noodle kick you in the face. Yeah. Like he can leak tall buildings in a single bound, but he can't ask for a dime. I've got a dark past. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that was one of the things that I would have. I watched Snow White and the Huntsman. Was it good? I would have watched this film. I I really enjoyed it, but that's one of the things that I came away with was they really went into... Well, they didn't go into, like, heaps of detail, but they went into why the witch is the way she is, the bad queen, and how she turns dark and that sort of thing. Mm. And there really is a lot of parallels between her and Snow White. And that's the thing. They both have traumatic events in their past. They both have a dark past, but it is which way you choose to deal with it. And I always think that's interesting because they say about people who have 
traumatic events in their childhood and horrible past, you can go down the hero route or you can go down the villain route. And that's one of the interesting things is about the superheroes is the ones who have the dark past is why they choose to go into what they choose to go into rather than becoming a villain. And I thought that was one of the good things about the movie was it sort of said, you know, it's it's which path you choose, whether you decide to become a vengeful demon or whether you decide to save people and become a force for good. That is an interesting element in superhero stories is that the superheroes and supervillains have similar origins, you know. There's never just a supervillain who's like, and I'm going to steal a bunch, you know. They all have like some kind of dark thing, like some impetus that makes them the, hmm. the way they are. I guess because comic books are simplistic and they're they you know they want to fill in the gaps, but but it does it, it is an interesting parallel in general in that genre. That's what we were talking about with Tim Burton. It seemed like he became enamored of the villain origins so much, you know, that it it became annoying because yeah. he was wanting to explore him. that too much, you know. And they became sympathetic, whereas Batman was just this guy in a suit that would just show up and punch him or it worse was somehow involved in whatever it was that made them how they were. Mm-hmm. What did you think about like Batman would be the one. movie how they handled that? I mean it, it was kind of I, I liked how they sort of interwove it into the story. If you had to give a little bit of origin for the character, it was to me it was better than taking out the first 30 minutes of the movie and doing it all. In a way this isn't in well, my notes. yes, but no. Because I found that they did too much promoting of the movie beforehand. You knew she was in the movie, and you know you yeah. knew the character was going to end up being Talia al Ghul. So when she was like, oh, by the way, it's me who's the baddie, you were like, yeah. Okay, well, well of I, course, guess yeah. Where, it was leaked I guess this is where very early I'm, on. I'm the guy who doesn't you know, know that much about Batman, or at least the Batman universe. See, I'd, it was a twist to me. It caught me because I was not... I, did, I didn't. Well, it got Greg. It didn't get anyone else. <laughs> yeah, nobody else. Because Ben, uh, got me ben said he didn't even. Ben said he didn't even know that they'd cast her as Talia because that was a, one of the earliest press releases. Is we cast her as Talia, and then they were like, "No, we didn't." <laughs> and it's kind of weird. And you're like, "What's they going on?" But he said he just knew that Ra's al Ghul had a daughter, and that was that was his knowledge from just talking to other people about Bat- Batman and stuff. And so he was just like, "But Ra's al Ghul's got a daughter, so it must be that girl." To me, that was one of, of a few missed opportunities in this movie, though, because the actual backstory of Talia al Ghul in the comics is a lot more complex and interesting. Yeah. And I thought they were getting at that because, you know, they do it. So you're like, well, they, they go out of their way to for no reason hit him up with her because they barely have a relationship, and then at one point they just come in out of the rain and he doesn't have any power, and they're like, well, we don't have any power. We're probably going to have to stay pretty close together. You know, it could get cold. <laughs> and then they're naked. And then they yeah, like, and then uh, should probably do it. Well, like, to be honest, I, I thought that that relationship, at the end they're all like, oh, he has to go save his girlfriend. And they keep saying it like that, and you're like, what girl? Oh, that girl. He slept with her once, didn't he? Yeah, but when you think about it, if you were Bruce Bane, uh, if you were Bruce... Bruce, Bruce Bane. Ba- what am I talking about? <laughs> if, you, if you were that guy, you would have slept with her. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, no, no, to be I'm honest. saying well, that's, doubt, that's yeah. out of left field. <laughs> what that's I mean probably the is... most realistic element. It's like, oh, well, you know, you, you just lost everything and some hot chick comes up and starts kissing you. You're well, probably sleeping with her even if you're I'm in love with someone else or Bruce whatever. I'm not blaming Wayne in a fictional but... world if that happened to me. That, But what I'm saying is the filmmakers chose to make that happen. So you you were like, well, th- this must mean something. But in the context of the yeah. film, it was we're supposed to 
assume that they have some kind of emotional bond that he feels the need to save her. But really, that yeah, that they could have done work. something a lot more interesting with that because in the comics, Batman and Talia al Ghul get together and end up having a kid. Like, the Robin in the comics right now is, is their child. Hmm. So, you know, I thought, well, that would be an interesting twist where we don't know what's going on with her, and then later on, they sort of cut away. But at the end when she's all like, and I've hated you all this time, I and I want to kill you. Except but also, I flirt we... with you for no real reason. Yeah, so that, I mean, that see, was To all... me, a more interesting revenge would have been the fact that she slept with him, and then we find out at the very end, like, he, unbeknownst to him, that she's, like, secreting away with his child, you know? And then that would be like, I just what stole an your semen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Who hasn't been there, man? <laughs> yeah, so I think they simpled that down a bit for the for the movie and that Maybe lost a bit, and especially since he had such great chemistry with Catwoman. And you were like, oh, come on. I also think, Those yeah, because since Catwoman was thrown into the mix, I think th- this movie really suffered like a lot of the these last movies, these third films in a franchise do where they... we got to chuck everything in. Let's get it all in there. Because Catwoman really didn't have much business in this story, and they tried really hard to give her all these all these <laughs> elements, but she wasn't the romantic interest because he had a romantic interest, sort of, and she wasn't a villain in the story at all because he had a villain that had nothing to do with her, and she really wasn't as much helped him enough that you would think someone was writing the story, you know, it would work here as Catwoman. So it felt at every turn like they just put her in this movie. Yeah, well, did you ever... I had a moment where I was looking at the bike and going, that looks really uncomfortable to ride. Why have they made it a forward face? Oh, I see. (laughs) There it goes. (laughs) There it is. That's why they've made her lean all the way over the handlebars to ride I thought it was kind of clever that she wasn't dressed like a cat. (laughs) It's just her goggles, when she, like, turned them up, they look sort of like cat ears. That was sort of cute. There was one moment early on where she's wearing cat ears. But it kind of, they didn't really call her cat woman. They just sort of said, oh, you're a cat well, burglar. So even, in the, that, even in the early days, they called the character Selena Kyle. They never, even in promoting the movie, yeah. called her cat Was her woman. little uh, apprentice, yeah. that was that was somebody who should, is going to, should, might factor in later, right? The Well, no. Well, she's she from the comics. A, she had a, a girl who was, she was protecting like that. In the it's more just to too. show her character, I think. It's just to sort yeah, of show that, that she's she takes not just straight. out for know, herself. Because, like I said, I'm not as into this stuff as most fanboys. Yeah, that's Harley Quinn. Is that Harley Quinn? No, no Harley Quinn. Huh? Well, that was Harley Quinn got introduced in the in the well, cartoon series. Yeah, Harley Quinn was I mean, the psychiatrist in Arkham Asylum who fell in yeah. love with the Joker. Yeah, yeah. Which would yeah. actually be a neat story. Well, in they the don't context have the Joker now. So they have to figure out something if they want to use her. Well, that's sort of the problem. In the absence of the Joker, they chose to go with Bane as a villain, and Bane is a dumb villain. And well, they what tried... was with his accent? That was the one thing that annoyed me. He I'm like, like what? Sean he sounds Connery, like a jovial like Sean doing Connery. Doing a Mexican yeah. accent, but he like, filtered Facebook through this Darth Vader thing. He's not even scary. And by the time that he's like talking through the mouthpiece into a microphone, you can't understand the word he says. Which is good because he says dumb things. I think Christopher Nolan dislikes voices because he does that to. He makes. You know, Batman talked that way, too. He talks like this. Oh, God. There were a couple of really good moments, Maybe though. I love the moment where, where Selena Kyle disappears acting. and Batman turns around and says, that's what that feels like. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. 
Yeah, that was a little overplayed <laughs> though because it's like there was that line necessary, like to get that that's what happened. That sort of like felt patronizing uh, to me. Uh, well, he also does it in his false <laughs> I voice it was too. Funny. I think though that, and I felt this way with Inception too. I wasn't as a big a fan of Inception as a lot of people were because I felt like they tried to make it overly complicated on purpose to seem smarter than was necessary. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I true. feel like they did that in this too, where they do these sort of false little uh, flashbacks where it's actually it's kind of clever because it's like Batman is imagining what's going on and then it's like Bane is is, uh, is Ra's al Ghul's son and you're like what the hell are they talking about <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and then after that's just all a red herring so that you forget about Talia being in it but well that's it, the thing how does he find out that it was Ra's al Ghul is it just because he has that hallucination because I was always when I was watching I was like that's a bit of a leap why did he decide well, it was Ra's al Ghul the old guy like, gives him all the backstory ways healing but it is kind of funny because that was the biggest flaw to me in the movie the biggest flaw is they take batman away for like half the movie and it's like batman sitting in a cell for most of the movie and then he comes back and does something that frankly they could have done on their own without him well to be honest with you the batman is sort of a way through the whole movie in this something that bothers me in this movie is and as much as i love the dark knight i blame the dark knight for this because i feel like the positioning at the end of that movie was difficult because you're coming out at the end of Dark Knight going, well, what are they going to do next? Because Batman's on the run. And you're like, well, so is the next movie going to be, you know, some kind of storyline where he's, like, in the shadows and all this stuff and he's wanted. But no, they come to this movie where they want to do Bane and all that, and they're like, okay, cut to eight years later. Batman walks with a cane because all the cartilage in his knees are gone. Why? He's been retired for eight years. He should be the prime of his life. But he gave up, and his cartilage gave out. And it also, make sense. and well, they and they do this whole thing with the ma- machine on his leg, and they're like, he can kick through walls because the machine on, on his leg. Yeah, but then we're going to drop him down a well, anything. and suddenly, and break his back, and suddenly he's able to climb a whole wall well, without anything. That's just fine. And also, Alfred, what the hell was with Alfred leaving? Alfred doesn't leave. Yeah, well, that was Alfred a bit gets of an the issue shaft through the whole thing. Alfred, you know, you think you don't ever think Alfred would ever leave. Of course, I guess that's why they did it. Well, I guess they're, they, the Alfred, the relationship between him and Alfred doesn't work in this movie at all, mostly because Alfred is correct. Alfred says the smartest thing that he could say, because he's trying to like give himself a robot leg so he can figure out how to kick, and he's like, you are like the, the biggest genius in the world at fighting crimes. You invent things to fight crime. If you don't want to be Batman, fine, but why don't you help people with your big brain? He's like, yeah, the you know the police aren't going to be able to figure that out. I have the only one with the technology. Why don't you give the technology to the police? Oh, I don't trust the police. Yeah, or why don't, <laughs> don't you trust figure anyone. stuff out and send them tips? You don't have to go kicking things. <laughs> yeah. I guess he and Tony Stark like should get together and discuss that kind of, uh, you know, uh, more. But see, with the Tony Stark thing, it works because you realize part of it is ego-driven. You know, yeah. first of all, they gave Tony Stark an element where he has to have some part of that built in because he needs the suit to live, or at least the the robot heart part. Well, the and other the thing is, is that he's been betrayed by himself. some of the closest, the people closest to him, so he doesn't trust anyone anymore. But the problem is, Stark. the way the breaking of the Bat story would really work is you're seeing the Batman exhausted by the time he gets to Bane. And he shouldn't be exhausted because he's been retired for eight years. He shouldn't be physically destroyed because he hasn't done anything. Last time he worked, we saw him. It was the end of Dark Knight. He was fine. 
Yeah, but so I think the idea there is that he's absolutely not doing anything, not yeah, working just, out. He's out of shape. To the point, just, so just he's atrophied to the point where he needs a cane to walk Well, yeah, around. I mean, I, I think that's the idea, is that he just Gone. gave up on everything because Rachel died in, in this, the second movie. Um, he gave up on making his own body heal. I think Alfred would have broke that to him a lot sooner, too. At least I hope he would have. Because, I mean, after, like, year three of, of Bruce Wayne wandering around Wayne Manor, like, pining for After Rachel, realizing that I'd it was like, hurting okay, him I gotta, more. I'm going to have to break this to you. You're going to hate me, but, you know. <laughs> Not after yeah, eight Plus, the years, revelation was you know. dumb. Yeah, yeah, no wonder. You're so fired. <laughs> <laughs> like, no wonder. So that that all was pretty contrived to me. The whole thing. I like the sort of the showdown with Bane and trying to climb out of the hole. But since Batman, we never see Batman really in his prime or himself through the whole movie. You don't really feel that he's broken at that point because he seems broken at the start of the movie. Yeah. Bane's con- contribution doesn't seem to be that much. Like he displaced one of the whatever discs of vertebrae. That two like hobos in a nothing prison can put his back straight again. It's like, well, it's right, you weren't hurt that bad. Disc. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. really, just do some push-ups. Well, no, Near the end I mean, of the movie, they, he gets mad. He starts doing push-ups. And they could have done that to where, to where it was more like what happened in the comic book, where he got his back broken and he was wheelchair bound. Well, what I was kind of hoping for was that part of the movie Oracle. would be told in flashback, because when they open with this sort of great Gatsby scene where he's just watching his own party but won't go, and they show him on a cane, you're thinking, made that has it already happened? Yeah. Like, has he already been broken? And that would have been a neat thing to say, you know, somewhere in all that. Because the whole origin of Bane, there's a lot of missed opportunity here, because... You yeah, know, they didn't do any of that Venom stuff. Yeah, and Venom was a real neat device in the comics because not only was Bane fueled by Venom, which is like the super steroid that, you know, it's really addictive and, and makes you super strong and kind of crazy. That ma- explains him more than saying, I wear this breathing mask because whatever. Like, no explanation Air of hurts. anything. Because and I'm in constant pain stupid, because my yeah, mouth and they did bad stuff. Let talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, what? Maybe it comes it directly from his brain and his mental voice is just John Connery because he's been watching too many movies. Makes him talk like a British cartoon character. But the thing, too, that happened in the comics was at some point Batman gets involved in this stuff because, you know, he's trying to keep up and he ends up getting hooked on Venom. And he ends up having to get over it. And that's like, before Bane is ever introduced, Batman has this real bad bout with this Venom drug. So, that that creates a sort of parallel between them before they even meet. Yeah, well, I I thought thought they were going to do that because I saw some of the concept art where Bane's wearing these big, you know, things going into his body. He's got tubes and business like that. But then they just sort of... They just have Bane get bigger and bigger through the whole movie and don't explain why. Yeah, and that he's so such a badass because he just is. You know, and Yeah, he just he's just badass. That's just how he is. He's just a fighter. So you don't really get Batman's old. You don't get really the concept of Batman or Bane. So the fact that they fight seems contrived and the fact that Bane wins seems incidental to the story. You know, it doesn't seem to matter that much. And because they almost get by without Batman through most of the movie anyway. Because it's like the Gotham police are shining in this movie. 
Although not yeah, Gordon, because Gordon's in the damn hospital bed. It's like, what? <laughs> you guys picked the wrong time to focus on the story. It's like, maybe don't make the movie about... You remember that time where you and me were bedridden for like a year? It's like, yeah, that would have been the worst <laughs> movie ever. Took over the city. <laughs> yeah. Matthew Modine got shot. Yeah. <laughs> At any point I also felt else, that they, they didn't do enough on. of what was actually happening in Gotham that was bad. Because all they showed was the, the rich people, you know, had to walk on some ice. I know. And then, you know, there's mobs and stuff. Up everywhere. Well, they really could have. Yeah, the, but they didn't. They really could have, you know, made didn't a really social show what happened to the citizens by, of. By, you know, playing that up more. Yeah, you're right. They didn't do that that much because. The citizens of Gotham didn't look like they were having that, that hard a time of it. Didn't you really needed to express more that he, was, he had to come and rescue them. I was only the top I mean, 1% that were really getting persecuted. They're like, yeah, yeah, it's bad, but, you know, kind of, it's kind of always been a shill. <laughs> really, if you think about it, the rich, we hardly rich even noticed. jackasses are the ones that are getting killed. So, you know, all in all, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay, I it's guess. Right. Did anybody get this Catwoman storyline where she kidnaps the congressman did that seem like it had anything she, to do with the she's story all, all, all doing all of that just so she had a backup for when she had to give the fingerprints over yeah the whole yeah. that was all that was about but because exactly. the because that didn't work as premise it didn't really hold up very how, how much did Bane, like why is that guy with how her? did bane figure out that that batman was bruce wayne because i think I guess because of Ra's al Ghul, but he didn't know Ra's al Ghul. Okay, so, because I I was thinking, like, you know, he got that note from Gordon, and for a while there I was thinking, okay, that was in the note, but Gordon doesn't know, so. No, Gordon didn't know at that time. The note was just um, the the backstory on Harvey Dent. Right, so. The real Harvey Dent. Yeah, so she should really have figured it out quicker. Because I mean, I don't understand why why no one in these comic book universes figures out that this one person has this through line. He's like, I've got this really powerful friend, and it's in every single comic book that the alter ego is <laughs> yeah, like. Really. I'm I've best friends with friend. that guy. You never see me. I with. just happen to be best friends with Spider Man, so I can take photos of well, him. Or, or I, I'm just really good friends with Superman, so I get all of the good stories. Well, if they didn't figure I'm it Clark out Kent. then. They could have figured it out when Batman. "Quote unquote," dies at the end, and this and Bruce, and Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne also disappears. At the same time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but Bruce Wayne, for no reason at all, has like a funeral with like three people there, yeah. all people <laughs> who knew Batman. It's like he's like one of the most famous people in in Gotham City, at least. Yeah, but all the other rich people just got killed. <laughs> yes. So. So uh, yeah, I think that, he was probably just counted as a casualty of that whole period. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really buy that that element of the story, or the fact that he was broke. He just disappeared. Yeah, he's now broke. He's nameless, bare faceless. You know. And Catwoman is robbing people because she wants to find this virus software, this clean malware, slate. clean slate that can yeah. erase you from every database. It's like, good lord, that's such a convenient plot device for her to even and, care and about. And Batman again has just bought the software just so he can stop other people using it. Of course, because yeah. it's because he's I'll been retired. You but you know, I built a fusion reactor slash nat- nuclear bomb under the city. <laughs> you know, whoops. But that's a bit silly because any any fusion reaction can be turned into a bomb. Like any power station can be turned well, into something dangerous. You know, not Bain's just that master plan. <laughs> Bane's master plan in this movie is beyond idiotic. Because like, yeah. I'd like to see it. Let's workflow this out, Bane. We're gonna spend years. Building some kind of citadel in the sewer. Then, in one day, 
we're going to rob like the Gotham Stock Exchange, and that's going to get us pretty much 90% of the way. <laughs> the rest of the time, building the stuff in the sewers got us pretty much nowhere. Well, the only yeah, reason they, they did the that, Yeah, they had the whole storyline where she took over... She took over Wayne Enterprises, and then just well, yeah. so well, she Well, that's the whole reason they broke into the stock wh- exchange what? was to screw up Bruce Wayne's finances. Wayne, exactly. Right. Yeah. But why? But, but, but I don't understand. And, and the whole business. And then they just bring out people. And with then we're going to take over Wayne Enterprises, and pretty much that's when everything falls into place. So yeah, all that building in the sewer worthless. Sorry, I don't know what oh, I was good. thinking. That was just that, that was years. just to put in the exploding concrete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just so. It's like you know, you could have just taken some dude with some, but some, why, with some explosions. Why have we spent years to blow up the city with conventional explosives when the master plan is to steal a nuclear bomb? Well, how, We're gonna and all of this up. just to make Bruce Wayne suffer for five months while <laughs> he's in a prison somewhere else, where he just throws something at the TV and it breaks, yeah. and nobody. So this whole master plan is ruined when he just throws something at the TV and breaks it, so he can't see any of the <laughs> suffering the going on. calling back, going, "That is one big How is Bruce Wayne liking what he sees?" Oh yeah, he broke that TV like ten months ago. Someone called Best oh, Buy. Really? Oh, Wayne Enterprises, I could have got you another TV. What are you doing to me? I know I should have left the here. I know I have the warranty card around here somewhere. I've been getting psychopaths to stack books all over Gotham. It's been crazy. I like seeing the scarecrow again, but he didn't do much. Oh, no, yeah. it was That's, fun that they brought him. This in is so and, made you know, for a robot chicken skit. How <laughs> <laughs> was the most? What? Plan I had this whole master plan, and it got breaking down when he threw a rock at the TV. <laughs> really? What's going on? Yeah, he turned the TV off and then threw away the battery from the remote. <laughs> so, uh, like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't have sorted out something to stop this Everybody problem. Spoiled the League of Shadows for the last time. Because <laughs> <laughs> really, he's having so much fun taking over Gotham. He never once goes to visit Bruce Wayne. Like it almost seems like it doesn't matter that he he forgets that that was the actual master plan. Yeah, you'd think instead of having like a doctor there, I mean, have a doctor there, but also have a couple of guys there to rough him up every once in a while, you know, so. Or something, yeah. And we don't see any of, this seems like such a sad turnaround because it's like Batman Begins opens with him, you know, in a prison, just beating everybody up. Like he's the worst thing in the prison. Yeah, and now he's just like, lame. I know now he's just but crying also, in bed. Did, how did he not figure out how to climb out of the pit? I mean, how is there not a line that said, that like the whole Doctor Manhattan thing. You know, the first thing I learned when I became Batman was how to climb out of a pit. Yeah, and that's my origin I, I, story. Was, have, have you not? That read was it? sort of the parallelism they were trying to do, where he had to sort of reconnect with the memory of his father and all that. But yeah, what I don't understand is the design of this pit. It's like I can pretty much Did just see, scale like, the whole pit gap. until we get to this part. Why don't I just keep climbing this wall? <laughs> you, you, the huge gap that he was supposed to climb across, and you could see all of the wall there. You like. Any 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 level of rock climber should be able to climb this without having to jump across this totally huge gap because the rest of this there's wall. heaps of handholds. Like, why do I have to jump? These don't even go anywhere. But the yeah. wall goes straight. I don't up. have to make this jump, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I don't want to tell you guys your business. You've been down here looks like a long time, <laughs> but I just keep climbing up till you're out. He's doing it wrong. 
Yeah. What are you, what are you, you saying? You jump the thing. <laughs> like they're calling Bane back. He climbed out eight months ago. <laughs> what? 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 How did he do that? Yeah. Well, you never visit. <laughs> and Bane's so surprised. So He's like, how did he get he out of that pit? It's TV, impossible. He you climbed know, out? Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. How could he climb out of oh, a pit that a little girl climbed out of? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, she could climb out because she didn't have a rope on. That's my master what? plan. So the whole thing that's been going wrong with our plan of climbing out of the pit this whole time has been that we had a rope. Yeah. Well, how about we just take that thing off so we can all climb out? <laughs> yeah, really. We have the secret now. No rope. <laughs> no rope. But then he threw a rope down after him for them, so that was nice. I guess it's nice, but let's, so let's every, we forget this is a criminal country, full of crazy people just because he was Yeah, I know. In his own country, it. everybody has to stay in prison all the time. But in another country where they're living in holes, he'll throw a rope back for them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the rules are different here. Oh, yeah. Because I know these people and they, you know, encourage me to he came out of the hole. my vertebrae yeah. and help me do my push-ups. If he came out and there was a castle what? there, you'd think people would be at the castle going, hey. They're crawling out of the Yeah, really. You Maybe would we think, should have yeah. set some guards the there. The purpose of the hole is to fill you with false hope. You would think it, when you actually get out of that hole, they wouldn't just like, well, he got out of the hole. What, what can we do? <laughs> Good for him. Put him back in it. The you know, if the false hope was just like he got out the, and at the top there was just like a dude who no, kicked you back in. Like, this is Sparta! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been Bane's whole plan. Scale it's it probably, down. Just uh, it took it, it took it 10 months to get out of the hole. You owe me 10 bucks, dude. Because I figured he'd do it in five. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't... It's King I don't Leonidas that. there kicks her in the chest. Yeah, when did he... Uh, when did uh, you know, Batman find out that uh, that the uh, prisoners, like, raped and destroyed that one woman? Was it before or after he yeah, threw the rope down? before after he let everybody out. Because <laughs> I have to wonder. Well, if it was after, I'm wondering if he's like, shit. Oh, man. No, don't... I've really been phoning it in through this whole movie. They put them in the prison for a reason? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I thought everyone was just in there because Bane didn't like people. Not overseas. Overseas, there is mm-hmm. no law. <laughs> overseas, we get put in prison just to test us. But, you know, That's that, why I went in it the doesn't matter movie. if he throws the rope down because he just said the only way out is without the rope. It's like, so he's torn <laughs> because it looks like the guys. rope will make it really easy. What do you guys think? Uh, try climbing out. We'll send the little girl up first. Because you would. We got any little girls see, left? The rope gives you like half the distance. Because the rope hangs you down, like so. You're like so half this distance. I'm gonna make just because of this rope. So why don't I wear I the rope like until I get halfway up? I'm just saying. Or why don't I just take something heavy? You know, I'm not saying that. But Batman. Why don't I just take a plank? If, if anybody <laughs> should know how to make a grappling hook, it's Batman. Is there, is there no just bits of wood or something well, down here I can point. just he carry out with me with and put rope, across the gap? And then lower the rope back down, pull up a plank. I'm a master inventor of things. Usually just the Just use the stuff. rope and throw it across and hook it on something. Yeah. Man, there's a million ways you could get out of this place rather than jumping across this massive gap and falling down. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah maybe, maybe I'm just saying <laughs> you don't assume the way out is the way that everyone who's failed says they went. How did Bane get in and out? <laughs> I mean, I guess he... They don't even say, because it's a little girl that got away, so... Well, I mean, but he was... He got out when the master... They did say, they did say Ra's al Ghul came, came and collected him. The League of Shadows got him out. No, but I mean, oh, yeah, but I mean right. like, yeah, when he dropped Batman with off. <laughs> yeah. He just used the rope. <laughs> that's true. Bungie cord. <laughs> you know, you know, jetpack. <laughs> a 
jump back. <laughs> yeah, it comes down on a ladder, and like all the prisoners are like, well, can we use that ladder? No. Uh, uh, yeah, what the hell? Yeah, because you would this think this is my prison. This ladder better be here when I get back. <laughs> Why doesn't Batman just use the TV batteries and some wire to make himself yeah, a jetpack? Yeah, MacGyver, that shit, Batman. <laughs> That's what Tony Stark would have done. Yeah, really, Batman is, makes a poor showing for the mind of Batman in this movie. His problem-solving yeah, skills. A... The fact that he even needs Catwoman at the end. It's like, I know you'll help. It's like, yeah. why do you need her? Yeah, well, she needs to ride that motorcycle. I need someone to make a <laughs> hole there. Like, are you telling me I have to stay here because you don't have time to make a hole there? Yes. You need to go over there and make a hole, and then you need to come back and help people like, get out. I didn't see her do any helping people get out. We're all phoning in the master plans on this movie. <laughs> That's it? That's what you called me in for? Catwoman, Well, his master plan make is to hole. give something from... He went and got Lucius Fox and got the device and went and gave it to the police people to go and stick on the bomb. Lucius and the police couldn't have figured this out months ago. Yeah, Lucius didn't like, did know Batman that. Have like, to take oh, that? that's right. The remote that makes the bomb not go off. God damn it. <laughs> Why don't we block that? Yeah, Jesus. We've been running around free all this time. Yeah, That's and we even we know which trucks it on. We we don't we know it's in for in one of like four trucks or something like that. We could just stick one of these devices mm-hmm. on the outside of every single one of those trucks. And I don't understand if I had the presence of mind to make a remote control that would make the fusion reactor not blow up if someone turned it into a nuclear bomb, why I didn't just put a device permanently inside it that did that? <laughs> well, yeah. apparently Lucius seems like I'm setting myself up for this. Uh, Lucius is having some because he couldn't really get auto, the autopilot working right on the bat either. So maybe he's just getting on in years. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started on that like, autopilot oh, thing. That if ago. anything's dumber than Batman flying off into the sunset and blowing up in a nuclear explosion, it's someone coming back and saying, "Actually, he lived." And they didn't even just leave it at the the autopilot was repaired. They actually had to cut to. Alfred oh, seeing him and being so happy is like, you asshole. I cried. <laughs> I thought it was a failure. And the bat signal is repaired and everything. Yeah. It's like, I cried wasn't the whole point of killing train. Batman so the city would have a new, better hero? One who actually did kill himself for the... No, he didn't. We got a new bat signal and now Robin's going to have to be Batman. Robin. And Robin's another thing. Okay. Yeah, don't, I like don't this even kid. Get... I love this kid in this movie and I love this kid in general. The idea that he was... I didn't mind them setting really this character up that he was going to be the next Batman because that's what they're getting at. But then but at the end, it's like, I like your legal name better, Robin. It's like, well, that would be the shittiest superhero name ever. That's his legal name? <laughs> That'd be a terrible superhero name. His actual name is like, how do you do, Mr. Batman? <laughs> not, not too bad, Dr. <laughs> Superman. How are you? How's Professor Spider-Man doing? Because <laughs> like, he can't really names. be the real Batman. Like, he can't really come out and say, I'm Batman again, unless he says, I'm a different Batman this time. The because Batman. they saw him blow up, and that was like their hero. Their, our new hero is Batman, and he has a statue and everything. I'm a small, well, you know, they, they're, you know, some people are, are saying that you know, he could be Nightwing or something like that. You know, well, but, see, yeah, he, if he could come be Nightwing that, or something, that'd be awesome. But the name is like John Blake. Or Robin Blake. <laughs> Robin. But Why would you call like a, yourself John? My name like is Robin. Robin. I'm not myself John. Why, Robin? Why wouldn't you just say the character's name was Dick Grayson? In the comic books, Dick Grayson was also an orphan. He because was they didn't also want to give it away. a cop. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It was supposed to be a surprise. I didn't surprise. want to give it away that it was Robin. 
than if he was supposed to be. But see, when they said, "You're," I like it's under my legal name. I thought, oh well, his legal name's going to be Richard Grayson. Like, yeah. Nope. Yeah, Mr. that would have worked. Mr. Robin. Yeah, I don't even really like the Mr. idea of Robin. him being a Robin at all because. Yeah, I mean, is well, didn't in the comic book after Batman got his back broken that they had another character like a, his name was Azrael or something like that who was became Batman for a while. Yeah, yeah. and so that to me that would be kind of cool, but the, but they couldn't make a movie out of that. That doesn't have. It would the, be interesting, but you couldn't with the setup that they had. They just I I don't think with the setup that they had that they had enough room to do the Bane story the way they tried to do it. But, yeah, I well, didn't, they, that's like all of them. <laughs> Well, they've done. They did the same thing with Two Face and everything. They didn't have enough time for him well, either. But that's, at least that's I thought the story was building movies. to Two Face, and I thought it worked. And you know, one of the things Grant Morrison talks about in Super Guides is like he was talking about what makes Dark Knight work as a movie is that because it's such a split between the Joker and Two Face that the movie has basically two primary acts going on. So. So it sort of works as a sort of doodle story, even though I don't like it. When and you appreciate that as a two-faced story. I don't like it when they. But put, no, I didn't I like I it. Didn't, this it just. What? <laughs> Go ahead. I, I, I said, but I don't normally don't like it when they put way too many villains in the movie. They start doing that with the second or third, you know, sequel in a series. Like yeah. That. They'll start packing them with like. Yeah, we got to make this bigger and better than the last one, so let's put three villains in this one. Well, you know. what I really would have liked... 17. 17 villains. I wanted them to establish Two-Face in the second movie and have Two-Face be the major villain of the third That would have been cool. Yeah, I would have liked yeah. that. I would have liked that a lot better. Instead, they well, sort they of played that. that out and then tried to create a whole new storyline in this movie and just a big explosion of stuff happening. And now, even now that we've dissected a lot of it seems seems fairly random i thought dark knight was extremely well threaded as you know a well plotted story like i never lost touch with what was going on in that movie and i thought you know i wow, like it until the interesting end. and complex i didn't like the end very much because i knew we'd end up here well not in this exact place mm. but i knew it's like that's a bad place to leave it off because it, that was the thing i enjoyed most of dark knight and then it got to that last bit with the two-faced and i was like oh man this is ending badly I just wanted it to finish off with the Joker, and then the next movie can go on with the Two Face story. I think that would have worked better because Two Face would have gotten more play as an interesting character. Also, if we're going to talk about the Dark Knight, can we talk about the opening of both of the movies? Because the opening of the Dark Knight had this wonderful sequence with the Joker, mm-hmm. and that bank heist was amazing. Yeah. And in this one, they try to do something with the plane, and it just gets complicated. And you never know what's going on. We'll see what and it's they stupid. both set up the movie perfectly because you know Dark Knight has this real <laughs> elegant bank Can't job that introduces you to the Joker exactly because you know each guy kills really well. the other guy, you know, and you can tell this is so Joker. Like he's yeah. no, to no. the I end, kill the bus driver. he's the last guy to to kill, and you're just like, God, how horrible! But in this, it's like Bane's like, Oh, I'm so strong, I'll punch out an airplane. <laughs> They're all falling and stuff. <laughs> I like can't this, wait to see the like, robot. No, one of us it's must be in so the plane. <laughs> where they grab, where they grab a plane and actually pull it up so far that, that it dips down and the wings rip off. I'm like, what is happening? It's like a this bad like James Bond movie. Opposite. That's what I was thinking when I saw it. Yeah, it was such a yeah. it's such an interesting sublime like it was like an old 70s heist movie mm-hmm. in Dark Knight and this is like some ridiculous James Bond kind of action movie. 
And it does give you the difference between the two characters because Joker, you're like, this guy's going to be scary. And after you get five seconds of Bane, you're like, (laughs) oh, no, brother. They are expecting. (laughs) (laughs) You must kill yourself for us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the one part I was well, surprised I like, that was what about to. the Joker that it was so awesome he was so clever there's this one it's just like oh we just use our big machinery what was it Gary it wasn't really that clever what were you saying Gary I was going to say uh, what Lynn just mentioned about how his his uh, minions are so loyal to him that you know the guy will just sacrifice mm. himself with the plane they never really went back to that I was kind of expecting to see a little bit more of that play out I thought in from the yeah. trailers that Bane was going to be more like a cult leader like, you know, there was going to be this well, crazy, be cool. like, gang of cult, you know, psychos taking over Gotham. You're like, that looks like it's going to be pretty serious. But it was none of that. None of it. Like, his, his minions were henchmen. even dumber than him. Yeah, they were standard issue henchmen. You're like, why do they have that kind of loyalty? They don't seem like zealots at all. Yeah, the weird part was yeah. when, he's, when he's kicking Batman's ass, breaking his face, and his guys are standing there looking on, and they kind of almost look like they're sympathetic. Yeah, to Batman more so than like you know, yeah, we're kicking you know the boss yeah. is kicking his ass. Because I think it's them trying to tell us that we're supposed to feel like this is something important happening. Yeah, it's like, but it's the movie like, hasn't built Batman's up to it. Batman's getting a royal ass kicking. But, well, it's all right. Catwoman looks sad. Yeah, she said oh, she's yeah. like, oh, that guy I just met and screwed over. She's is like, getting oh. beat up. And I feel bad. She's like, oh, it's Bruce as well. Oh crap. Oh lord, I'm really. <laughs> we we are none of us making good decisions in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the best decision was casting Anne Hathaway because she was awesome. She was awesome, and she always is awesome. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the movie, you know, it, it, Tom Hardy's cool except for the voice they get him to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my understanding was yeah, I mean, they redubbed that voice at some point. I thought yeah. what they said was they wanted him to, and Nolan wouldn't do it because uh, they heard they got a load of that and like, oh, come on now. <laughs> I'm Elsa Sausage no. Candy. <laughs> Go back to the Terminator voice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should give him one of the uh, Fauntleroy rewards for the bad accents. <laughs> the Fauntleroy. Because what the hell is this supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, what is it? Because it sounds sort of like Sean Connery, but it does sort of sound kind of Mexican. It sounds like you're trying to do a Darth Vader kind of thing. And they're like, why do you wear the mask? And he's like, oh, do I wear a mask? Like, oh, no one knows. It's a mystery. We can't hear what he's saying, really. We're just going to go like, blow you know, like Gotham. A, like an old, fat, rich guy. He, he kind of sounds like what I would imagine the little character in the Monopoly game to sound like. You know? <laughs> yeah, hello. That's well, awesome. Put on my top hat. Where you just see the mustache moving. Yeah. His mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he sounded like. <laughs> exactly. Nice. <laughs> this whole movie felt like, it's funny that the discussion started where Lynn was saying some people thought that the Batman movies were more sophisticated because they're darker, but I really felt like this more movie important. was kind of a standard issue comic booky story. Like the characters were yeah. more comic booky, the storyline was more comic booky, and never really like Batman Begins felt like a real movie where you're like, what the hell is the guy dressed like a bat all of a sudden? Like, and then the Dark Knight was this perfect foil to this character he created, you know, but it's still sort of grounded in a, in a dark world. But this well, you movie, had the awesomeness of playing the villain against each other, and you sort of say, you know, what happens when you up the ante? You get worse villains, and and that was a really thing. It was like, you know, you're not a realistic hero, so he's not a realistic villain. 
and it really worked. Whereas in this one, you've got this weird, wacky, supervillain, crazy man, and you don't know where he comes from. Mm-hmm. With this sort of cartoon voice and everything, and you're like, what is happening? And like How do you Batman fit into this and world? Catwoman are just kind of grabbing henchmen and giving them the one punch that knocks them out. You know, <laughs> it's like the whole thing is just like, oh wow, this is just, this is just every standard issue comic book movie. And she's got the the knife shoes. They're cool. <laughs> exactly. She's going to stick my foot against your throat. Well, I'm standing right next to you. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, all I this said, I, I, I did enjoy the movie. And this it's movie. It's fun. It's good action. And any movie, I think, would have a hard time it. standing up, you know, beside The Dark Knight. Because it, that, to me, it was just one of the That's best true. movies, best superhero movies ever. And uh, To me, The Dark Knight is the best yeah. one. Yeah. And that's what makes this so difficult. It's like, if anything, you guys should have come down instead of trying to go up. Yeah. Because that's where that's where yeah. movies always screw themselves. Trying trying to up the ante. Mm-hmm. Super, superhero. By the time you get to the third movie, the third movie in a superhero franchise is almost always incomprehensible. And you, and you couldn't do that with this one because the well, Joker see, was, just, liked... was just mayhem. I mean, he was just pure evil. Yeah. And, he was yeah, madness. So it just had... I think the Joker would have liked this plan. Yeah, the Joker should have, would have come up with this plan. <laughs> then we'll steal yeah. a nuclear bomb and blow up a football stadium. It's like you would just sound like you're making For stuff. Him, we're going to build some things in the sewers, you know, and then we're going to rob the stock exchange and we're going to buy Wayne Enterprises. I mean, the Joker was crazy and yet his plan was far more sophisticated and intelligent than these League of Evil legal people. Yeah. Like, evil, evil. The people. League of Evil is a good Well, Joker thing, didn't it is really have sort of like, like a. A, a huge grand plan. He he just wanted to kill and murder. I mean, he just like just mayhem. But even that was well thought oh, out. It was well did, plotted. But the things that he did were so well yeah. thought out. Like you know, either that first heist and he knew where the buses were coming and you were like, you know, when he when he got the dudes to blow up his cell phone in the middle of someone's stomach so he could get out of the jail, mm-hmm. all that stuff he had pre thought. Yeah, yeah, and it was clever and and creepy. But but it's all just for the you know, and Bane didn't even think about the TV. It's all rating. just for the sake yeah, of, ba- of yeah, being. Ba- ba- a killer. Bane didn't even think about putting up plexiglass. Yeah, Bane had this huge yeah. like goal in mind. Or his Joker, which is he's just a killer. Yeah. Well, that was the nice thing about the Joker. He just wanted to create mayhem. That's his goal. You know what? I got all this money. Now I'm going to yeah. burn it, and also it might burn you too. Hey. <laughs> yeah, let's burn everything. Which is crazy, <laughs> and that worked. Yeah. Because it was simple. You didn't didn't have to have an origin or a backstory or anything. He's just a crazy guy. Just wants to burn stuff. Yeah, well, that was part of the problem, too, where they kept saying, like, who is this Bane? Like, he's, like, this incredibly interesting mystery man. He's, like, he's a weirdo in a mask. Who cares where he came from? He's not yeah. doing anything interesting. But Well, yeah. that was the thing about Dark Knight is because you had the, the two wonderful origin stories working with each other. You had the one who's just a crazy guy and he has no origin while they're building up Harvey Dent as an origin, which is why they should have gone into him with a third movie. Mm-hmm. Because they had the whole origin story already done, you wouldn't have had to think about it in the third movie. You could have just could have had a it. really interesting plot. Because yeah. one thing that, that this movie suffered from was the biggest thing I didn't like about the the second movie was that the contrived sort of conflict that well he needs to be the hero, so you tell people that I killed a bunch of people, and then it's like well that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Because you're you're a, a symbol too. You're you're a hero. Well, we can't just tell them that Joker set off one more bomb. Yeah, why? You know, yeah. Like that there was something else. Yeah, why do you have to go on the run? Let's think this through. This is a dumb plan. They they went to all the trouble of telling everyone, no, it's okay. Harvey Dent got out of that hospital alive. We saw him get out of the hospital alive. Oh, now we're going to have to explain why he's dead. 
Like we could have just we couldn't have just said, yeah, he got out of the hospital, but he was really badly injured and he died of his injuries. Or we just disappear this body and say he didn't make it out of the hospital. How hard is this? A yeah. lot easier. We could just go back and just say we thought he got out of the hospital, but he didn't. Sorry. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, it's been pandemonium. Joker, Bombs, Joker kidnapped him and killed and him. I mean, that's simple as that. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have to make the Batman a bad person so we can make some more laws. We can just make more laws. Yeah, so they, they sort of just <laughs> screwed the themselves in the third movie. I guess movie maybe they hired the they Dark Knight had... Rises writing staff like right at the end of the last <laughs> when they were working on the script. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think they got too big for themselves. Like I said, it's the Inception thing. It's like, I think you started overthinking this. Because what made Batman Begins work was you, you tried to and just focus on the simple things. Yeah, no backstory, no anything. Just like you know, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make the city burn. And I'm gonna kill your girlfriend. There you go. <laughs> but but yeah, this movie's just all over the place for that. So yeah, so I enjoyed it as far as you know, an action kind of movie or whatever. I definitely think I definitely enjoyed the Avengers better than this movie. Oh yeah, hmm. yeah. And to to a point, I may maybe even the new Spider-Man movie. That's difficult to compare, but the, the new Spider-Man movie was definitely less complicated. I haven't seen that one yet. Since I wanted to see it before we got here. Same story every time. Mad scientist from Oscorp starts causing some trouble. Same thing. Spider-Man has to go take care of business. It's always Spider-Man has to take care of business because he's the one who starts that business. It's like, I, <laughs> I think I've created all of my arch nemeses. Have you guys noticed that? Oh, yeah. yeah, you gotta stop. Was it or at least were, I've been there. Somebody on this on this show said that that they made that that they probably made the Spider-Man movie just so Sony could hold the the rights to continue making Spider-Man movies. Was that well? And I know that that was a, a factor. Mm-hmm. They have to keep making them, or they will lose the rights. But and it goes to Disney at that point because hey, might as well make a good one. Yeah, I well, don't know if that was the. The official word. Well, I'm sure it was. I I did hear that. uh, The latest I heard on the rights was that um, uh, Disney and Sony made a deal where Sony gets uh, the movies and uh, Disney gets the uh, rights to all the merchandise. Uh, That was like I think last year, sometime or beginning of this year. But um, I've not heard anything as far as like you know when the rights are are given up or or anything like that. Well, I think they're they're kind of in in a hurry to get Spider-Man back because they'd like to integrate them into this Marvel Comics universe that they've created in the other movies. Like, I heard that they wanted Spider-Man in the Avengers movie. And, it, you know, it wasn't going to happen because cause they didn't, they couldn't get know. the rights back. Right, well, they need Spider-Man in the Avengers Because it would have been cool. fun. It didn't have anything to do with the Avengers, <laughs> but it would have been fun. After having seen uh, the Avengers, you realize they didn't need anything else. They they had the, the perfect character dynamic with the, with the people they had in it. It was good how it was. I didn't think any more people it would have been a bit messy. Hey, we just got a new fan on on the TV at my dinner Facebook page. Just now? Just now. Uh, wasn't that just rude? Hmm? Which is now? Oh, yeah. This guy's name is Rude. This guy's name is Rude. Yeah, it's that would be rude. rude. Who's Rude? It's just Rude. That's Rude. <laughs> He's, He's been, been on the show, awesome program. He's been on the show? Was yes. Was yes, he has. Episode? There's an episode named after him. It's a really There's a show. guy on our team dressed as a pirate? Like <laughs> 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 dodgeball. <laughs> well, hey, man. Okay. 
Just saying, I don't remember Rude. But. Oh my God, he's on the forum as Glip. Well, you're never on, on the forum. I'll do the forum. Sorry. Yes. You never around. I know. Right? He he communicates with us regularly on Twitter. <laughs> Hey man, he's, he's a very strong part of the TV Mountain <laughs> <my> community. <laughs> hey, I'm here. I'm doing better. I'm here. That's the... I'm, do, I'm doing better. Uh, yeah, I, I had to go like you know, do be an adult for a while, but now I'm back. Oh <laughs> uh, Lord. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I think. <laughs> Well, I think that says it, it all. <laughs> we covered we covered the Dark Knight. Wrap it up. I gotta go eat chocolate. Yeah, we get get you back to the business of birthdays. Being my birthday. We've put out quite a few episodes this year. I think th- this is gonna be like the 160th episode, something like that. Cool. Something in that range. Cool. So that's not bad. Very nice. cool. Yeah. Good nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all. I do believe after this, we, I, we wanted to nice. jump into the dark. Oh, wanted to jump into the dark night. Do that ending you worked out like time. I'm Greg and this is Sean. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 you should just say that, Greg. End the episode halfway. I'm Greg and this is Sean. Bye. <laughs> at any point, yeah. At any point, <laughs> anyone has the power to end an episode. <laughs> and good night. Like ah. Oh. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. I had so much more to say. But we'll come back and do the Alien Retrospective. I just wanted to get this, because this is the last big one of the summer, The Dark Knight. So we gave it its due. Nah. We gave it a whole episode. And that, because I feel like... We made, mainly made fun of well, it. Well, I, I, we gave it its due. Because at first, I was kind of <laughs> critical, and everyone was saying they liked it. I was like, well, that'll be good, because I feel like I have some critical points, and that way there'll be counterpoints, because everyone else seems to like it. And then once we got together, we're like, you know, no, now that we talk about it, this this was dumb. Uh, a lot of people on Facebook were, were kind of dogging it out before I saw it. And, oh, well. You know, I went and saw it and thought, well, it's, you know, it was okay, but it wasn't. I thought it was nice. I read really positive and really negative reviews, and I didn't find that I felt either way about it. I just thought, well, you know, and you'll okay. always hear that some people really, really liked and hated the second movie. You know, teach their own. I th- I think there were some definite holes in the story compared to the other movies, that, which is what we covered. Yeah. But but if people come away enjoying a movie, then the movie succeeded. Good. Good for you guys. You can enjoy it. Oh, great. I I enjoyed it. Good night. Yeah, good night. That seemed forced. (laughs) (laughs) We can't just say it. We we could. (laughs) Well, we didn't even end at an outro. (laughs) You said we could just end it. Well, he thought that you were just walking too much of stuff we'd already said. stuff we already said, so I thought I'd just. All right, then. I'm Sean. You're not doing it right. I'm not doing it right. We know you're Sean. I'm Greg. You're Sean. That's Lynn. Over in Australia. And Gary. Oh, well, at least, at least you know everybody here. It's my birthday. Yay. Everybody doesn't know Rude, but at least he knows all the people that are on I this remember particular Rude now. episode. Okay, I, just, you know, I was just excited we had somebody, somebody new. <laughs> all right. Good night. Night, y'all. <laughs> This has been TV8 by Dinner. 
Don't forget to visit our forum at www.forum.tv8mydinner.com. End it. End it now. Stop. <laughs> Stop writing. Jane, get me off this crazy train.